Welcome to another message from the teaching team at Elevation Church Australia. For more information about our church, service times and locations, visit elevationchurch.com.au. I'm just going to do an even spread so I don't offend anyone. <laughs> anyone here with grey hair, <laughs> you've got to start doing this. You've got to start sharing tales of victory. Find a young person. Deposit some faith. Hey, back in my day, I saw a demon come out of someone. It was awesome. You should try it. <laughs> I love tales of victory. Church, we've got to share tales of victory. Build the faith. Honey, what are we going to tell the kids? How are we going for time? I might skip my second point because I want to pray for people. Because I believe there's breakthrough in the room here. If you haven't encountered Jesus before, today's the day. If you, haven't, if you haven't seen the Lord or encountered Him and encountered His presence, today's the day. There's breakthrough here. If you're struggling with mental illness, if you're struggling with anything like that, today's the day of breakthrough. You know, Jesus is alive. <laughs> you know, He died on the cross, but what was even more awesome was He rose again. He's alive. He's calling us to walk now. <laughs> I'll skip through to my second point, of oh, my third point because I'm getting excited. The victories we have today will be a blessing tomorrow. 1 Samuel 17, verse 8 through to 11. Goliath stood and shouted to the ranks of Israel, why do you come out and line up for battle? Am I not a Philistine, and are you not the servants of Saul? Choose a man and have him come down to me. If he is able to fight and kill me, we will become your subjects, but if I overcome him and kill him, you will become our subjects and serve us. Then the Philistine said, this day I defy the armies of Israel. Give me a man and let us fight each other. On hearing the Philistine's words, Saul and all the Israelites were dismayed and terrified. So there's one giant yelling threats at the whole army. And not a single man would step up and face this giant. They were terrified, terrified. Not a single man in the whole army, not even Saul wanted to go. Not a single man. And it says it went on for 40 days. There's this giant mocking the armies of the living God. Can I tell you, friends, in our, in our times, there are giants that are just standing there, mouthing off at the armies of the living God. Mouthing off. Oh, mental illness is just something you got to deal with. Just mouthing off. No one can overcome mental illness. You just got to deal with it. No one can see healing. You just got to deal with it. No one can see breakthrough. It's just a part of your life now. There's mocking. And then this little boy shows up with a renewed mind. He actually wasn't there to battle anyone. He was there with lunch. <laughs> he brought lunch. He brought some snags with some Oreos. <laughs> there's, there's anointing in Oreos, honestly. It's going to be in heaven, flowing with milk, honey, and Oreos. <laughs> but he shows up with lunch. I can just see it. You've got to see it. You've got to make it real, right? He's walking with lunch, and he's hearing this giant, which far off giants don't even look big, right? 
He's walking with lunch and this is, you know, oh, your God's lame, your God's old school, the Bible doesn't apply to today, whatever things he was saying, right? And I could just see, I could just see him just, what did that guy say? Oh, he said this, this, and this. Oh, but David, just be quiet. Like, you're young, you don't get it. We're mature believers. <laughs> We're so sophisticated. Church, we got to watch out that we don't get so sophisticated, so mature in our faith that we don't, we don't even have any fire anymore. If you're mature, you need the fire. You need to get excited. You, get a, you need to get that oil in you. I've got the joy of the Lord. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> where? <laughs> you check in the seats? Like, where is it? <laughs> if you're full of the Holy Spirit, you'll have fullness of joy. That's maturity in my heart, right? So, so we see David and he's like, no, but he's not just mocking us. He's mocking God. How dare he? Would we get that in our heart around sin in our world? How dare that thing mock the armies of the living God? How dare it? How dare it? So then David, he gears up. He's like, nah, I'm not having a bar of this guy. He goes, David said to the Philistine, you come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hands, and I will strike you down and cut off your head. <laughs> this very day I will give the carcasses... Where does it go? The carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds and the wild animals. And the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. You know, victories tend to point to Jesus, that he's alive. We are evidence that he is alive. We're image bearers. Oh, Jesus rose again. How do you know? Why well, I saw Pastor Marty. He is evidence that Jesus is alive. I could see the breakthrough all over him. Anyways, we all know the story. David ends up collecting a bunch of rocks. He goes, swing. All the way back home. <laughs> I love how everyone knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> But what I find funny is all of David's siblings were there. It skips then forward to the end of Samuel. And I'll just, I always struggle to pronounce everyone's names. <laughs> Any witnesses that struggle with some of the names in the Bible? Yep. What happens at the end of Samuel, it's 2 Samuel 21, verse 15 through 22. I'll read the first one. Once again, there was a battle between the Philistines and Israel. David went down with his men to fight against the Philistines, and he became exhausted. David's very uh, old by this stage. And Ishbi Benob, one of the descendants of Rapha, one of the giants, whose bronze spearhead weighed 300 shekels and who was armed with a new sword, said he would kill David. But Abishai, son of Zeruah, came to David's rescue. He struck the Philistine down and killed him. Then David's men swore to him, saying, Never again will you go out with us to battle, so that the lamp of Israel will not be extinguished. 
Then it keeps going. It actually says that it just has a list of different people slaying giants. Now, what's funny about this story is some of these guys were David's nephews. Some of them were actually related to David. So what I could see, right, when David slays Goliath, he goes, they went home to their families and like stone face, like just, you would not believe what happened at work. I could just see the wife. She saw on their face something happened. And they go, is it the giant again? What did he say today? Say, hey, everyone come sit. Have I got a story for you? And they're like, what happened? Is it the giant? What happened? Did he kill Saul or did he have a go at someone? Like, what happened? You should have seen it. You know, little old David, he shows up to battle with lunch (laughs) and goes home with Goliath's head. Did you? And I could see all the kids like, wow, you know. (laughs) How did he chop it off? Was there blood? Was there vomit? You know, kids love all those details. Was everyone freaking out? Um, But did you know that we could slay giants? I was, I could see it. I could see it. Oh, I was at school the other week. And you know, you know Tobin? <laughs> Tobin rocks up to school fresh from youth camp, lays hands on someone and they get healed. <laughs> Did you know that we, God still heals people? I love tales of Victory Church. Our movement is filled with tales of victory. Our movement is oozing tales of victory. There are, I mean, some of the stories are outrageous. I've heard a story without the leader of our movement. He shows up at a country town. He's preaching. No one's having a bar of him. They're like, nah. I don't like him. He's not, what's he going on about? Mid-service, he jumps off the platform and there was a paralytic guy sitting in the front row. He grabs this paralytic guy and throws him onto the stage. The paralytic guy gets fully healed and runs out screaming, And you hear it and you go, I don't know if I can even believe that. But you're inspiring faith in me. Church, I want to pray for us in one moment. But if the band wants to come up, man, I'm feeling some faith in this room. I want to pray because I want to see us get our breakthrough this week. I want to see us not settle for what we're used to. I want to see us push through, go deeper. Well, I had an encounter with God 30 years ago, and it was powerful. Great, but God's still alive. He's still moving. Let's encounter him today. Let's encounter him this morning. I brought my Bible here, and this is actually just a plain old um, amplified version. I love the amplified version, all the amplified version, guys. Shout out to you guys. My parents gave me this Bible, and this is the Bible that I found God in. When I started reading it, I was so flabbergasted that the Bible's in English. (laughs) 
I kept telling everyone, did you know it's in English? You can actually read it and understand and make sense and change your life. It's awesome. This is the Bible I got saved in. This is the Bible that I had with me when I first encountered Jesus in a meeting very similar to this. You know, something crazy about this Bible, though, is this Bible was there when I got to baptize my own dad. This one. (laughs) This Bible came with me to my first ever missions trip where I saw blind eyes healed. They had milkiness in their eyes, and we prayed in a prison. (laughs) We prayed, and they opened their eyes, and it was clear. The tears just flowing. This Bible was there for that. This Bible was there when I casted out my first demon. Someone started growling and fell on the floor, and and in Jesus' name, get out, and the thing got out of them. This Bible has seen incredible miracles. This Bible was there when I married my wife. (laughs) This Bible was there when we, after COVID, went into churches preaching the gospel, preaching that Jesus still heals, delivers. Jesus still, people still break out in tongues. (laughs) Tongues are still around. This Bible, (laughs) this Bible was there when we took our first ever church, the one we're currently running. This Bible. But something about this Bible, right? And every Bible, well, most Bibles have this. Right up the front. If I can get it. Right up the front, it says, presented to by on. Presented to by on. And it's blank. Because I've decided. That when we have kids, I'm going to write, presented to my son or my daughter by Pastor Rudolph and Pastor Kate on. And I want to give this Bible to them and say, hey, you know what mom and dad did? Hey, you know what we were doing when we were your age? Take it and, and don't use it as, oh, that's the bench, that's out there, that's so hard to... Take it and use it as a launch pad. Would our stories inspire you to run further? Would our stories inspire you not to settle where you are? Would our stories inspire you to believe for breakthrough, to believe for finances, to believe that you're worth something, (laughs) that you've been sent here for a time such as now with a purpose for now? I'd love in this moment if everyone wants to just stand on their feet. And before I go any further, I'm going to pray for people in a moment, but before I go any further, I want to make an opportunity. If, you, if everyone in this room just wants to bow your head and close your eyes, I, I cannot go any further without giving an opportunity. If you're in the room here and you haven't made a decision for Jesus yet, you haven't said, Lord, I need you in my life. Lord, I need salvation. God, I'm lost. I want to be found. If that's you in the room, on the count of three, I'm going to ask you to be really brave. There's no one looking around. I'm going to ask you to be really brave and just shoot up your hand. If you're in the room and you want to say yes to Jesus, one, he loves you. Two, There is nothing you could do that could separate you from His love 
for you. He thinks you're the best. And three, if that's you, if you want to make a decision for Jesus, just shoot up your hand right now, just so I know who I'm praying with. Yeah, awesome. I see that hand. Awesome. I see those hands. I see those hands.